Love will never 
Thank you so much for that special, O oh, wondrous love. It touches my heart. God's love that we cannot measure and we cannot fathom. Anyway, it's preaching time and God reminds us that man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeded out from the mouth of God. At this time, we'd like to call our pastor to preach to us the very word. So precious word of God. Pastor, please. Amen. Amen. Great amen. Thank you, specials. And also, thank you, Sir Greg. Uh, last Sunday, you noticed we were in this league. Our first time to see that place. And by the grace of God, we were able to uh, establish a mission work. That's five kilometers from the proper of this league in uh, San Roque. Used to be the, the uh, place where the staff of Pickup had their housing. So uh, we thank the Lord. We had 26 in attendance. And uh, almost the whole family lang sa mga Sibalia family. And I learned that those, his children used to attend Saturn Church. Um, one is now a policewoman, an engineer, and uh, uh, another one, a call center. So they all, when I saw them, said, Nakaila mo ko sinyo. I said, Pastor, dito ba? May kasimba sa imuha. And so, uh, continue to pray. This is now the second Sunday of our mission in this league. It inspires me in spite of um, <clears throat> it inspires me to start more. It gives me inspiration to aim for more in spite of the pandemic. God allows us to start more works. And so thank God for the opportunity. Thank you for those who prayed for us. Um, uh, for safety. In your Bible, please, this morning. Uh, by the way, we are greeting you all. Merry Christmas. This is our Christmas Sunday. Uh, those who are present here with us, Merry Christmas. It's uh, kind of unique Christmas Sunday. Uh, unlike before, when, when uh, I know the kids are excited inganing a Sunday because of the goodies. Uh, we miss them today, but we're thanking God that we are here. We're still here. Merry Christmas sa mga bata nga nasa balay. We miss you. We love you. And our young people, our adults, our seniors especially, nga nasa balay, watching us, we bring you Christmas greetings. Malipayon o mabungahon nga uh, adlaw sa Pasko and to all of us here we say amen for that in the book of Galatians chapter 4 um, the reason why I came out a little bit uh, late 
to the congregation. I was in my office. Last minute, God changed my message. So uh, uh, I don't know why he changed my message. But I was looking at my outline that I had prepared for this morning. Um, it seems the Lord was telling me. I tried to uh, read my outline and uh, it seems so I have to change it. I had to change it this morning. Galatians chapter 4. I hope that uh, this becomes a, an informative sermon to all of us. And that our learning will be, will be refreshed and added to the previous things we have learned. Galatians chapter 4 verses 4 and 5. Kindly rise as we give reverence to the reading of his word. Galatians 4 verse 4 and 5. But when the fullness of the time was come. I say I cannot help but say praise the Lord. In spite of the many long period of time. At last it has come. But when the fullness of the time was come. God sent forth his son. Made of a woman. And should be man but unique here. Because it's the seed of the woman. Not the man. And because it's the working of God. Made under the law. To redeem them. That were under the law. That we might receive the adoption of sons. Heavenly Father, thank you for the word of God. Bless Lord our Christmas Sunday. Bless the word of God. Refresh our memory. To the long period of time it took. For the preparation of the coming of your son. The fullness of time. In Jesus name. We pray for souls to be saved and for us to appreciate the message of the word of God. Amen and amen. Kindly be seated this morning. <clears throat> In the fullness of time. I like that. Paul wrote and says, but when the fullness of time, God sent forth his son. When the fullness of time was come. And when the, when the Lord Jesus Christ was born. Everybody says amen. It has come. They've been waiting for it. They've been demanding for signs. And it seems they were losing patience. But the fulfillment of the first promise made in the garden of Eden. The seed of the woman. Which shall bruise thy head. God said to Satan. I will put enmity between you. Between thee and the woman. Between her seed and thy seed. Which shall bruise thy head. And thou shalt bruise his heel. There was a conflict from the very beginning. In Genesis 3 verse 15. Between Satan and Christ. And so all throughout the history of man. You, you find the conflict. Between Satan and the 
Christ to be born. And so Satan has made all its effort to prevent the coming of the Son of God. Satan being not all-knowing thought that the seed of the woman was evil. And so he inspired Cain and killed his brother. And, and knowing that God was raising a nation in which the Messiah will be born during the time of Pharaoh. He decided to kill all the males. So that the plan of God, to avert the plan of God. During the time when Christ was born, Herod was inspired to kill all the babies. And all throughout the history of Israel, Satan has fought this nation and, and allowed them to be carried into captivity, hoping that they will not be able to return, to assemble back as a nation. Because Satan, knowing that it will come from the nation of Israel. But when the fullness of time, God's appointed time, nobody can avert it, nobody can alter it, not even Satan himself. When the fullness of the time, what time? The time God has set for his son to be born exactly. The son was born. When the fullness of the time was come, refers to the completion of the period of preparation in God's sovereign timetable of redemption. We cannot help ourselves but say, Amen. God is perfect. God is sovereign. He knows exactly what transpires even billions of years from now. And uh, so, when the law, it was when the law had fully accomplished its purpose of showing man his utter sinfulness and inability to live up to God's perfect standard of righteousness. The law was never given for man to be saved. It was given to educate man so that when the time comes, he was now ready to accept and, and realize its failure in fulfilling the law and now embrace Christ as Savior. Fullness of time. God ushered in, uh, God ushered in a new era of redemption. When he, God, sent forth his son, God provided the righteousness for man what man could not provide for himself. The Bible says in, uh, in Romans 8 verse number, two, verse number 3, what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. The problem is not the law, but the problem is our sinful, our weakness, the weakness of our flesh. But what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. For sin condemned sin in the flesh. First point this morning is this. When God, so when Jesus was born, the fullness of time has come. And when Jesus was born, everything was right for the coming of the Messiah. 
everything was right. He could have come sooner, earlier, but he came from the fall of man. Remember this, from the fall of man, it took 4,000 years before Christ was born. 4,000 years pa. When Adam sinned in the garden, dito ang, ang, the snake was there, the serpent was there. He announced, you know, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between thee and the woman, conflict between you and the woman, between her seed and your seed, which will bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. From that time, Genesis 3 verse 15 is the first promise of the Messiah. From that time to the time, Genesis 3 verse 15 to Galatians 4 verse number 4, the time, the lapse of time is 4,000 years. Remember that. 4,000 years. When Jesus was born, Remember this. Everything was right. Was right for the coming of the Messiah. First of all, the time was right religiously. The time was right religiously. You see, why did I say that? During the Babylonian captivity, during the Babylonian captivity, Israel had once for all forsook idolatry into which he had so open fallen. Unse number one nasala sa Israel in the Old Testament. That is why gipabihag sila sa Ginoo. I would say number one is idolatry. During the Babylonian captivity, remember that sila Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, sila Daniel was taken into captivity in Babylon by King Nebuchadnezzar during the Babylonian captivity of Judah or Israel. Israel had once for all, I say this, that was the sin they, they repeatedly commit. They go back to idolatry and God would send them into another nation. And then they would cry. They will be afflicted and they would cry and God sent deliverer and then, and there's revival. After revival, taud-taud, mamatay itong leader, going back to idolatry. Going back to idolatry. During the Babylonian captivity, listen to this, Israel once for all forsook idolatry into which she had opened fallen. I say this, despite of their many sins, other sins, despite of their failures, including the national rejection of their own Messiah. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Israel, no, in spite of all these sins, no significant number of Jews had ever again turned to idolatry. Seventy years of captivity was considered cleansing para sila. When the rapture comes, Israel will go through seven years tribulation period. What is the main purpose of the tribulation period? The purging, the cleansing of Israel, making them ready for the 1,000 year reign of Christ. Seventy years in Babylon 
had made them realize kung idolatry and as a nation never again never again there was purging there was cleansing that took place there so religiously the world was ready also during this exile Jews developed synagogue dito din nagsugod kumbaga sa katoliko pa kapilya kapilya because they had the temple, they had the tabernacle and the temple. All of them were required to worship there because they were now scattered throughout all the nations. Jews had developed the synagogue which they used as places of worship and schools and <clears throat> as courts. Worship, place of worship, as schools and courts. In, a, in addition to that, they at last had the completed Old Testament. Because of that, they have the complete Old Testament copy of the Word of God. Assembled by Ezra and others. After the return from Babylon, they have the completion of the Old Testament. Those features facilitated the proclaiming of the Messiah's gospel among the people of Israel. Israel was ready. The fullness of time. Why did it, why did it take 4,000 years? Di ba siya pwede musulod atong panahon ni Moses? Di ba siya pwede musulod atong panahon ni Ezra? Di ba siya pwede matao sa panahon ni Daniel? Why? Di pa sila ready. So, they, the world was ready the time was ready religiously. The, secondly, the time was right culturally. Culturally. Christians who propagated the gospel during the first several centuries had common language with those whom they witnessed and with whom they worshipped. Like today, there are people listening to us from other parts to our audio sermon, there are people listening to us, and, and at the end of the month, I look, we have 50 almost states in the states, United States watching us. We have, we have people from Serbia, we have people from Africa, we have people from India. Why? Because we use one common language, English. But they can catch up with the message today. So they have the Greek language during the time. And so remember this. Alexander the Great had thoroughly established the Greek culture and language throughout the known world at that time. And this continued uh, their, their dominating influence up long after Rome succeeded Greece as world leader. The adapted ni sa Rome actually. Their wisdom, their language, their arts and culture actually came from the Greeks. So, first of all, <clears throat> time was right. Secondly, now, it, the time was right, uh, I mean, religiously, culturally. Thirdly, the time was right politically. Rome had instituted the Pax Romana. 
And I have to say something about that karong hapon. Roman peace, which provided economic and political stability. The apostles and, and other uh, early preachers and teachers could travel freely. Number two, safely throughout the Roman Empire and could do so on the magnificent system of roads. Dunay idiom kaniyadto nga nagingon all roads lead to hell lead to, to Rome I mean not hell and so the magnificent system of roads and built by the Romans has made it easy for the preachers and the apostle to spread the gospel throughout the world so time was ready religiously when Jesus Christ was born it took 4,000 years before God sent His Son. Time was right. It was right religiously. It was right culturally. It was right politically. And we say amen to that. Well, the fullness of the time was come, the Bible says. But when the fullness of the time was come, according to the Greek word, Paul uh, has used refers merely to the lapse of time. The meaning is that when the moment came which completed the period of time designated by God that he should that should elapse before the coming of the Son of God in incarnation, then he would send forth his son. He would send forth his son. The exact period of of, uh, the exact period of time had arrived when all things are ready for his coming. Now, it is open ask, why did he not come sooner? And why mankind did not have the benefit of his incarnation and his atonement immediately after the fall? In fact, the Lord at that time spoke of the coming of the Messiah. In Genesis 3, verse number 15. Basi mga 20 years after kung ako'y ginoo, o 100 years after the fall, ipadala ko na si Jesus Christ. But why? Why 4,000 years? It took so long of a time. Let us look at how God himself made the preparation for the coming of his son. In the fullness of time, God. Sabi kibuhat sa to prepare for the coming of Christ. Since God had from, the, from eternity determined to redeem mankind, the history of the race from the time of the fall to the coming of Christ was, listen to this, providentially arranged providentially arranged to prepare the way of this redemption it was God's wisdom it was God's time Claudius Caesar and uh, signed the law commanding the world for taxation was God's timing. I dare say when he 
when he signed the decree addressing the whole world for world taxation, including Israel, people would say, we salute sa wisdom sa emperor, but not knowing ang tanang butang, siya gigamit lang si Ginoo as instrument in fulfilling his timing. God's time. The fullness of time has come. And so, it was providentially arranged to prepare the way of the, for this redemption. The preparation was made by God. And the preparation was twofold. Twofold. Ingani ang wisdom sa Gino. Duha ka pamaagi ang gihimo sa Gino to prepare. Number one, we can look at both sides, the negative preparation and the positive preparation. It's all the wisdom of God. I have a book that I got from my online study, The History of the World. You will know that God is involved in history. The work of God, everything, nasa kamot sa Negative preparation and positive preparation. Now, the negative preparation you find in the history of the hidden world. Dirita karon sa makalibutan nga mga wild kayo. And uh, the history of the hidden world showed the true nature of sin. That's number one. The hidden world. And the depths of spiritual ignorance. And the depths of moral depravity. Number three, moral depravity. Number one, you look at the heathen nation, the pagan nations, from the time nations began to spread out, remember this, you see the nature of sin, the depths of spiritual ignorance, and the depths of moral depravity, to which the human race, left to itself, must fall. Man is totally helpless to gain himself. Gisulayan ni Nimrod sa Tower of Babel trying to make access to God. But God confused it. God forbidden it. Has forbidden it. God destroyed man's way of reaching God. And uh, it also showed the powerlessness of human nature to preserve or regain an adequate knowledge of God. Masiunsaon niya, himo-himo sa kahoy, himo niya nga Diyos, bato himo nga Diyos, it failed. Maningkamot sa imagine sa Diyos, kuha siya ka ng agila, himo nga Diyos, kahoy, bato, tanan, man has failed. Kinitanan, appeal sa preparation sa gino. You may not understand it. I may not understand it. And you have the record in Romans 1, verse 18 to 28. And this is the condition, the, this, this, this passage in Romans 1, verse 18 to 28, describe the condition of the world. Negative preparation. Let, let us move into the positive preparation made by God. Let us look at the nation Israel. The nation in the history of Israel 
a single people was separated from all others from the time of Abraham and was educated in three great truths. Dirikas sa heathen nation, sa Gentile nations, the pagan nations, sinasamta ni mo, man is totally helpless. You understand now? Man is totally helpless to regain itself in making ways to approach God. Man is lost. Its understanding is darkened. Now, look at the, look at the positive preparation made by God. Israel did not come by accident. It was all made, planned by God. And when you say planned by God, God has a purpose for Israel. That nation was educated in three great truths. Number one, the majesty of God and in His unity. That is why in the Bible, the first word used for God is Elohim. In the beginning, God's, the plural name of God, the creator God. So they were, they were educated, number one, number one truth, the majesty of God. Number two, the sinfulness of man and its hopelessness. Number three, the, the certainty of the coming salvation. Now, note this education from the time of Moses was conducted by the use of three principal agencies. Number one, the law. Number two, prophecy. Number three, judgment. Let me repeat. Israel was educated in three principal agencies. The law. When the law was given, walay labot ubang mga nasod. Only Israel. And then number two, prophecy. Number three, judgment. Looking at the Mosaic legislation, the Mosaic law, then let us look at three things here. By its theopanis and miracles. Theopanis means Christ was seen by, by, Israel, the, by the Israelites in the Old Testament. Theopanis means, in the Bible, the rock that followed them, asa sila mag-adto, mag-ligid-ligid ang bato, the rock that followed them was Christ. The clouds overshadowing them, the pillar of cloud, is picture of Christ. It is all part of the preparation for the fullness of time. Remember this. Do not lose the purpose of this message. The manna that fell from heaven is Christ. I am the true bread. So, by its theopanis and miracles, that cultured faith in a personal and almighty God and judge. Dito sa Old Testament, they know God is personal. God was dealing with them. The rock has, has to be spoken to. Nanong si Moses had failed because gihampak niya ang bato instead of speaking to it. Ikaw good, nakipangayon niya. Sir Greg, ginahanglan ko ganang, kainanglan ko ganang tubig. Di ba masoko, Sir Greg? Pero kung, Sir Greg, kinanlan ko tubig, B. Why? 
Why, why, why does he respond that way? Because he's a person. Ngano tong bato mo sa kuha bang ihapak ni Moses? Because it's a person that is still part of the education so that when the time comes ni si Kristo mo abot, they will embrace him because they had been educated. The law was an education for them. By its commands and threatenings, awakened sense of sin. Ang sugo ni Moses, pag masipyat, pag masipyat, kay Moses lang ba to? They know that it is a divine command. They're aware of that. By its priestly and sacrificial system, inspired those of, of it inspired hope of some way of pardon and access to God. They have five major sacrifices. Meat offering, sin offering, trespass offering, five of them. It all pictured of Christ. So, number one, the law. Number two, prophecy. There are two kinds of prophecy. Verbal, typical. Verbal, meaning direct, and then typical. Now, in person, such as Adam, Adam was a type of Christ. He pictured Christ. Melchizedek, Joseph, among the two individuals the Bible, walay na record nga sala is Joseph and Daniel. Although they were sinners. Why? Nanong walay na record nga sala, actual sala ni Joseph? Because he typified Christ. And so, Joseph, and then and Moses, and then David, and then Solomon, and, uh, and uh, Jonah. Jonah was three days and three nights in the fish belly. So must also Christ be three days and three days in the heart of the earth. Judgment. The law, prophecy, and judgment. Repeated divine chastisement for idolatry culminated in the overthrow of the kingdom and the captivity of the Jews. So tungod silang idolatry. God judged them. Gihatag sila sa laing mga nasod. They were taken by the Assyrian Empire. They were taken by the Babylonian Empire. Taken into the other, other great, greater countries. Why did God allow it? Di ba di pwede nga paisprihan sa ginaw kalayo itong mga Babylonians and Assyrians? But He allowed His people to be taken into captivity. Naipurpose ang ginaw. Number one, two things He allowed niya Number one, religiously, so that in giving monotheism, monotheism, by the way, monotheism is a belief of one God. One God. One God, monotheism. In giving monotheism firm root in the hearts of the people and in leading to the establishment of the synagogue system, by which thereafter monotheism was preserved, not only preserved, sa diyang dito na sila sa laing nasod, grabe nilang simba sa gino. Grabe nilang hinumdum sa gino. Remember Daniel, he prayed towards Jerusalem. 
and not only preserved but propagated. Through their exile, and you say negative, look at the negative side of it. Why? Why did he allow his people to suffer that way? Why did he have to allow Sadrak, Meshach, and Abednego to be thrown into the fiery furnace? No, no, man. The result was, I proclaim to the whole world, na dunay tinood nga Diyos, ang dinood Diyos ni Sadrak, Meshach, and Abednego. On the other hand, na ipurpose sa gino para ma-propagate the belief of one true God. So the purpose of the judgment, even though sakit ang judgment sa gino, but maski unsak ugly, no matter how ugly it looks, remember this, God took some benefits for His plan for the redemption of mankind, the preservation of monotheism. Number two, Sibel. Ang problema sa Israel kung gamito si Ginoo, ano'y baluan nila, daro lang. Kaya they were raised as farmers. Di sila pwede magpadagan ng nasod and then, and, and try to head the world, lead the world. Kaya nga naman, gipalitan ng computer sa iyang anak, laptop, gihimo, hinong hugasan dito. Kaya may mga grado, mga farmers man. So, ang sige buhat sa gino, spread niya sa mga nasod ng mga bright. Ang mga hudiyo niya to sa Amerika, and through that, abot sa Amerika, they got the best education of America. Kabalo ka ba? Ang una nakaimbento sa dagkong mga technologies kalibutan, as paning mga internet karon hudiyo. Kaya kung ipabilin sa ginoo ang hudiyo nga manghagbasra, how can they lead? How can they become instruments sa ginoo to spread the gospel throughout the world? The best pilots, the best soldiers, the best in technologies is Israel. In converting the Jews from an agricultural to a trading people, scattering them among the nations and finally imbuing them with the spirit of the Roman law and organization. Thus a people was made ready to receive the gospel and to propagate it throughout the world. Narodena. Narodena. Kunimong pasahon ng Bible siya, nga ano man yung ginoo, nga ipadala pa man niya sa Babylonia, God has a purpose for it. Why? God was preparing for the birth of His Son. The expression, the fullness of time, refers to that time when the world was so providentially ready for the birth of the Savior. Historians tell us that Roman world was in great, great expectation, waiting for a deliverer at the time when Jesus was born. Old religious systems, religions were dying. The old philosophies were empty and powerless. 
and uh, to to change men's life. They had the culture, the best wisdom of their philosophers, but natagbo sila tananani, and just realize they are not capable of changing lives. That is why Paul said in Romans 1 verse 16, For I am ready to come to you. And then he says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. No one would dare go against Rome. It was the most powerful army of the world, but it has not changed one person's heart. When Paul came to Rome, napay kadina yang kamot, may kadina yang pil. As a prisoner, Paul one day in one of the streets of Rome preached, gave the testimony of the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, a runaway slave by the name of Philemon. A sinner, naglili dito na may tao nga nagawaliwali dito, na ay kadina. And then the more hinamati si Philemon siya, Dili man siya dapat, kini si Paul, dili siya dapat ang naikadina, ako ang dapat naikadina. And when he heard the presentation of the gospel of Christ, Philemon was saved. And that is why we have the book of Philemon today. I mean Onesimus today. You see the gospel. The gospel. From the historical point of view, the Roman Empire itself, listen to this, as ugly as it was, the Roman Empire, but, but from the historical point of view, the Roman Empire itself helped prepare the world for the birth of the Savior. Can you imagine? Ang kaaway sa Ginoo ang is, ang ang Egypt ang mga Pharaoh pero gigamit niya ang daughter of Pharaoh Pharaoh's daughter para i-raise si Moses. Kaya kung dito kan Jokebed abin mo si ipasuso niya kay Moses kanang laut. Dapat mo laut inigluto bitaw Moses. Ah, sige Moses. Ay tingalig may impacto si Moses. Basig, basig kalibangaon si Moses. Alis, di magsilbi. Gibutang sa ginoo, gideposito sa palasyo. Katong pinakadabes nga care, pinakadabes nga gatas, nidako si Moses. Binimo, ang ginoo mo gamit siyang kaaway to fulfill his plan. Now look at this. Roman Empire, as wicked and as ugly as it is, gigamit, gihapon si ginoo, Considering the roads connected with cities to cities, ultimately it will lead to Rome. Roman laws, uh, uh, the rights of citizens, and Roman uh, soldiers guarded the peace because of the Pax Romana. I say this because time is limited. When you study the Word of God, Salaum na pamagi. Manindog imo balhibo. Dini mo masabtan but God is there. Huwag ka kay balo during the dark times of your life. 
Nag-i-allow dito sa ginoo. Because God has a purpose. God has a purpose. Number three, it took 4,000 years. The time that had elapsed, the time that went by, I mean, from Genesis 3, verse 15, to Galatians 4, verse 4. I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and shall bruise his heel. Thou shall bruise his heel. Dito sa cross, the final battle has ended. Satan lost the battle dito sa cross. Pero, lupay-pay po datong gino. What Satan thought to be victory on his side actually was the final defeat. It is finished for him. Again, the question is, why did he, why didn't he come sooner? Why is it that the mankind did not have the benefit of his birth and death on the cross, shedding his precious blood for our sins right up to the fall? Why were 4,000 dark and gloomy years allowed to roll on and the world suffered to sink deeper and deeper in ignorance? Let us consider that which we know. We can see God, God undoubtedly had reasons which we cannot see and reasons which we shall approve when they are finally disclosed to us. It may be ordered, however, that this delay of redemption was entirely accordance, in accordance with the whole system of divine arrangement and with all the divine interposition in favor of men. In other words, what the Lord did was actually best for us. Number one, the world was not ready for Christ until He actually came. For the first 1,600 years until the flood, right after the fall, He could have done it. Pero tanawang history ha. The first 1,600 years from the time of Adam, you have the universal flood. Masinita bo. Ready bang kalibutan ganiyan to? And, and uh, uh, there is a biblical record of only two people who actually live for God. Abel and Enoch. You say ready? No. And, and then later on, faith was definitely a requirement for the coming of the Lord. Abraham uh, was that man in whom faith dwelt, of course, we speak of Abraham after his conversion. Medyo, hinahina yung ginog, ipasudlan niya ang faith. Kita sa tao dito, ang nakita niya sa Abraham. He saw Abraham. And uh, the time of Abraham, that uh, the situation was not, was not as bad as it has been in, in, on the earth before the flood. Consequently, 
the climate was little better in which faith in God could take root and grow. In order to prepare the mankind or prepare mankind for the coming of the Lord, the birth of Christ, the word of God had to be given to the world. 2,500 years, he raised a man by the name of Moses. 1,500 before Christ, gisulat ni Moses ang Pentateuch. This Bible was all planned by God para ang tao, inikatao ni Kristo, be made ready. O sige, buhat nila sa balaod ni Moses. Napareha sila itong doktor sa hayop bitaw, bitinerarihan siya. Dok, ang akong baboy dok, nasakit, presitae daw ko dok. Isa, unsay tambal dok, kuha ang doktor ka ng risita, gisulat niya. O ipainom ni Hap, five times a week. Ang gibuhat niya, uh, imbis nga muhat ko sa, uh, uh, sorry, baligyan ng tambal, iyang kunis-kunis itong risita, kada mo iwik eh ang baboy, iyang paim noon five times, namatay ang baboy. Ang tao, gitagas, ginog, balaod. You know what happened? The law is our schoolmaster to serve like a mirror. Parigtan ni mo sa balaod, ay, di na ako makaya. So I need someone. The Lord Jesus Christ. Ang gibuhat nila, it, they became proud. They were so proud. Imbes nga mo palit sila tambal, and that ang tambal is Jesus Christ, ilang giinom katong girisita sa ginoo sila. Di paredi. So the law was given to Moses and had to run its course, which had been done, if it had been done by the time of Christ, a period of approximately 1,500 years before Christ. Dugay kayo, kinin Bible, 1,500 years ni Nahuman, more or less. 40 different authors. Huwag mo sila mag-meeting. Mag-asak ka ng imuha, Genesis ka, ikaw, ayohan nga dito mag-conflict ka, but you know, amazingly, walay conflict ang Bible. God, amazingly. What is the main purpose why God gave us this book? So that in the fullness of time, God's time. God sent forth His Son. One ako'y oras. May ganit kay 24. Karong pang huwibes. So, kung Sunday, may delikado kay ang mga tao. Siya ang akong hilinuto sa balay. Wala. Palayo pa man to. Pero mulanding ako. God sent forth His Son. God sent forth His Son in the fullness of time. God sent for His Son. That is the true essence of Christmas. You ask somebody, you know, in Christmas, kanang na ay mga sigapalong, kanang na ay mga sale, kanang na ay party, kanang na ay beer, kanang na ay litson, mauna ang Christmas. I'm afraid nga mga bata karon are not total, are not rightly taught. Sabi nila ko ng Christmas si Santa Claus, ang Christmas ka ng Sigapalong. What ay Christmas ma lagi ma? Ano wa may Christmas? Uy, wa may Siga ma? Wala gilitson ma? Mahal rabang litson karoon kayo na ay ka ng, uh, ka ng sagi ng disease sa baboy ganyan karoon? 
food and sana mouth disease ay pasensya ta na watay christmas why litson igalikson wa pa kay litson o na kay litson igalikson remember this christ is christmas is about the son of god go ahead teach your children christmas is about god sending his son to save us go ahead teach them the bible God's people say amen. God spared not his own son. Not Christmas is about the love of God. It took many many years. God has to uh, God has to provide so many things for his son to come. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The answer is verse number 5, Galatians 4 verse 5 to redeem them that were under the law. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. Galatians 6, Galatians 3, verse number 3. Galatians 4, verse 5. The main purpose of the birth of Christ is to redeem us. Luke 2, verse 10 and 11. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be unto all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. A savior. When we beheld this glory, Galatians, Acts one, verse uh, John one fourteen, the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld this glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father. We beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father. In other words, Jesus was sinless, sinlessly born. Physically begotten of God, and there was a, there was about him the glory of perfection, the glory of, of perfect wisdom, the glory of absolute purity. We have seen his glory. Palanding nako. God took our manhood into union with his Godhead. When you say Godhead, God the Father, God the Son. God the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost shall come upon you. God took our manhood into union with his Godhead so that God and man should constitute one divine, mysterious person, sin separated between God and man. And but but the incarnation, the birth of Christ bridges the separation. When God looks upon man, he will remember that his own son is a man. When God sees the sinner, he will remember that his own son, his own son as a man, stood in the sinner's peace, I mean place, and, and bear the sinner's doom. As in the case of war, the feud is ended when, when opposing parties intermarry. Kabalo ka ba nga nung 1,000 wives Solomon? For security, number one. Gawas yung kabuang for security. Katong mga nasol na nagpalibot, panguhaan niya mga anak tong mga hari. Inigira dito sa, oh, idong, ayaw niya, naasi inday niya, asawa ni Solomon, usa sa 1,000. Katong diri nga, 
palas na nasod makigira kang sulubos ayaw ayaw kay na si Inday diha so safe ka siya gihimo niyang human shield to yung mga sawa kaniyan to during the war field is ended with opposing parties intermarriage so there is no more war between God and man because God has taken man into intimate union with himself. Herein, then, there was no cause, there was, there was, there was cause for joy. I bring you great tidings of great joy. Another reason why Jesus, why the coming of Christ into the world is the source of joy is because the Lord who was born in Bethlehem came as a savior. He came as a savior. I close with this. What if Jesus had not come? What would be our lot if Jesus had not come? What realities and beauties and graces we live in would become untrue. Everything would become untrue. What would we not know if he had not come? Number one, three things. If Jesus had not come, we would not know God's complete faithfulness. We would not know the fulfillment of every last promise, including the very first one he made, that an offspring of Eve would bruise or crush the head of our great adversary, the devil, Genesis 3, 15. Number two, if Jesus had not come, we would not know the fullness of God's love. And number three, if Jesus did not come, we would not know the depths of God's humility and compassion toward us. He came down to meet us where we are. He became man, took our sins, nailed them to the cross. Thank God. Jesus came exactly as God has appointed. We say this morning, sum up everything that we heard. There's one thing we can say, to God be the glory. We ought to thank God for his love. We ought to thank God for his grace. Christmas is a time to remember God's great love for us. And he deserves our praise. He deserves our service and worship. Let us all stand up, please, for an invitation. If you had never been saved, you received Christ today. We're going to give you an invitation, an opportunity to come and or rather accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you're watching at home right now, remember Christmas is all about Jesus. Receive him, receive him, and you will be saved. Christian is a time of praising God. It's a time of thanking God for giving us the Savior. We're going to sing one verse alone. If you wish to be saved, just let us know, sit down, and ask Christian if you want to thank God for what he has done in your life. 
the amazing thing he has done. They're so deep that just a glimpse, siguro ako nag, ato nadawat ka rin, perting gamay ragyod, the depthness, the depths, I mean, of God's wisdom to be able to reach us where we are now. He deserves our praise. What song, Sir Mark? We are Thank going you, to sing first. Now, we don't, we don't ask you to come forward because of the social distancing. As a Christian, if you want to make things right with God or you want to express thanksgiving to God, you, we advise you during the song, you sit down and we have scattered decision cards. Please leave them. We want to know. At home, if you want to be saved, please let us know. Whatever decision Christians you make in your home, let us know. We are going to sing what page? Sir Greg? What page? Just as I am. Just as I am. Okay. I just remind you, we have to uh, observe our exit properly. Okay? Uh, we are crowded. So, always, always uh, observe the distance when we go out. And uh, that is for our safety. I hope you understand. And uh, so, thank the Lord na nato simbahan ka Sir Greg, please. As mentioned by our pastor, if you are not yet saved today, accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. A great opportunity. Don't wait for tomorrow. For tomorrow, maybe too late. Do it today. Be saved today. Let's start the... Uh, the verse please surprise as your Lord and Savior He made a promise whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved be saved today my friend Christians whatever the desire of your heart talk to God thank God for all the things that you have done and notify us let us know the card you can email or chat us we need those information. We need to pray one another as well. We need to pray for our church. We need to pray for those who are not yet saved, that they may be saved. And all the people say, Amen. I forgot to mention in my announcement that this afternoon, 5 o'clock, the same time, uh, we're going to have, the church will be having a Christmas presentation. So I hope and pray that you will join us either physically or electronically through our live streaming. And let's continue to pray uh, for God's blessing upon us this uh, season. Okay? So thank you so much, Pastor, for the preaching of God's Word. I hope and pray we learn something tonight. And hope and pray, and let's continue to pray for those who are not yet saved, that the Holy Spirit will convict their hearts. We need to continue to bring the good news to others, especially our family members. Okay? So let's close our eyes, bow down our heads, and let us pray. Heavenly Father and loving God, once again, we praise your holy name for the victory today that uh, you allowed us to have our service physically, at the same time electronically, that the word of God will be preached not only here in Davao City, but around the world, that people who are there who don't have a church, and uh, Christian fellowship is not allowed. Thank you for the technology that they will be able to hear the word of God. 
and that the Holy Spirit will convict their hearts and they will make a turn around, come back, they will repent and come back to God. For we know, as the Bible says, any single soul that will repent, the angels in heaven will rejoice and we will rejoice as well. Lord, uh, thank you so much for uh, the plan of salvation. Thank you for sending your son, not an angel or anybody else, but your son, your beloved son, to die for our sins. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that guided us every day. That even the difficult words that we utter that we cannot, we learn and we believe. The Holy Spirit will bring our petition to the Father. And that the Father will consider our request. Lord, there are several requests, I believe, uh, with your people. And I pray, O oh God, that your ears are attentive and you're going to hear the prayers from the heavens. Thank you for uh, giving us a man of God, our pastor, who continually feed us spiritually that will be uh, strengthened at the time that we are down and that, Lord, we will be encouraged and be reminded to do, to do the things that is right in your eyes that we may not sin against you and that, Lord, our hearts and minds and our souls will continue to serve you as you have said love god with all your hearts with all your mind and with all your soul and love others as god has loved you help us to love others help us lord to uh, do the things in line with the great commission while waiting for that blessed hope of the coming of your son the lord jesus christ as we are about to go bless your people their father thank you for loving us thank you for saving our souls in spite that we are unworthy Thank you for using us to bring others to Christ. We may not go to them physically. We pray that you will bring laborers unto them, that they may be saved. Thank you for everything that you have done in our lives. We lift up your name, not only now but forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Good morning. May God bless us all.